You're listening to From the Midlands, the stories of people making a difference across the region. Our presenter is Gail Downey. Hello and joining us on From the Midlands is Monica Fogarty, Chief Executive Officer for Warwickshire County Council. Monica recently won a major award for local authority chief executives and she's here to uh, tell us about that and tell us about her passion for Warwickshire. Hello Monica. Hi there Gail. So tell me what happened, how were you put in for the award, was it a surprise and, and all of that? It was both a surprise and a bit of an embarrassment really. <laughs> I think um, not many people enjoy being um, the focus of attention and particularly when you're in public services it's quite difficult to be put into the spotlight like that but um, yeah, I, I said okay, um, I'm, I'm happy for you to do it and the thing about the Municipal Journal awards is that you are nominated by um, not by yourself but you're nominated by your peers or your staff or someone who thinks you've done a good job at something so what really um, what I found quite humbling was that this was the staff and the leadership team and the members that wanted to put me forward for it so you know that in itself was fantastic if I'd never won that in itself gave me a warm glow of knowing that you know they thought enough about me or of me um, to put me forward for it so um, so yeah that's how it works it's a national award scheme so it includes um, England, Wales and Scotland Um, and there are a range of awards one of which is Chief Exec of the Year and um, there are judging panels made up of other Chief Execs um, people from um, private business uh, and different disciplines and they shortlist the entries they come up with a list of finalists and then they choose a winner and this this year it was um, Warwickshire it was a you know a real accolade for Warwickshire Um, and so you know that in itself has generated uh, such a sort of overspill of of good feeling um, because we're quite a a low-key council Uh, we don't go around shouting an awful lot about what we do very well and we you know we probably do ourselves a bit of a disservice because of that but um, yeah it, it was it was great um, for Warwickshire but also for our partners that work so closely with us so um, and I've been surprised at the amount of attention and interest that it has generated for Warwickshire pleasantly surprised of course but yeah really humbling. And tell me about your journey because you're from an, an Irish family who lived in London some of you went back to Ireland and you yeah. went to university in Ireland. Yeah. What brought you to Warwickshire in the first place? I was born and raised in London, um, Irish parents, within a strong London Irish community. When my parents um, got enough money together, they sold up and they built a bungalow in the Republic of Ireland. So as children, we'd been over there every summer to stay with our grandparents. So, you know, we all wanted to go and live in Ireland. So I um, finished finished about 14 when we went there finished secondary uh, school with the nuns convent educated and then went to Trinity College in Dublin um, to do a bachelor's and a, a master's in business and economics and then when I finished there I came over to stay with my sister who at the time was a 
social worker working for Coventry City Council and you know this is a, a sort of a um, sequence of accidents because I didn't really know a lot about local government in England but she saw um, an advert for a management services officer with the city council and I applied for that and got it I'm told because my handwriting was so neat <laughs> in those were the days when you actually completed application forms by hand and I can remember going into what was then the Lanchester library to research local government to find out what was this place where I was applying for a job but actually it turned out to be brilliant because the sort of thing I was doing was things like time and motion studies ergonomics looking at how people worked efficiency and then organizational reviews structural reviews all about getting the best ways of working and as a result that took me right around the local authority in Coventry and I got exposure to all the different public services um, and it, I found you know the variety was just fantastic no two days were the same great people to work with elected members were brilliant um, so I spent about 10 years at Coventry ending up in the chief executive department there and then came to work at Warwickshire County Council and I've been here ever since a lot of people come to Warwickshire say you know with the intention that it's only going to be for a short while but like me they end up staying here because it's just a great place and the people are phenomenal and I include the elected members in that because you know in large organisations like this it's the people that make an organisation without the people we have nothing um, and so um, I, you know it's somewhere where I've had opportunity after opportunity my dad used to always say to me that you know, the harder you work, the luckier you get. And uh, I do remind people here that, it, you know, when we do achieve something, I say, it's not luck. It's not luck. We work really hard at this. But, you know, we do see opportunities as well that we take. But it's just a great place to be. And, and local government, um, you know, I think is really undersold and under-recognised in career terms. Because whether you start off having a public servant mindset or not if you're in local government you soon become exposed to so many opportunities and variety of work that you know you can like me have several careers over decades you don't have to stand still there are some people who've been in the same role for 40 years and you know we god bless them we need people like that we need steady but if you're the sort that wants you know different opportunities and variety then there's no better place than local government and i guess variety came in the shape of the pandemic when certainly people had to think on their feet in the award entry you were praised for the way that you pulled organizations together and going back to people's thoughts about local government often people think it's slow lumbering you know one organization doesn't talk to another organization and the vulnerable people fall through the cracks but in the pandemic you were praised for being able to pull people together and again our ability to do that was based on the strong partnerships that we had already built. So we have excellent partnership relationships right across the, across the West Midlands, 
with Coventry, with Solihull, in Warwickshire, with our police, with our health colleagues, with the community and voluntary sector. And so literally overnight, I was able to muster all the leaders of those sectors together and form a team that was our response team to the pandemic. So we met at eight o'clock every morning, day after day after day. And, and actually, we had started meeting. We'd stood up our arrangements before the pandemic was actually declared because we sort of had an inkling that, that this was coming. And actually, uh, I don't know, this was luck. This was luck that in, I think, the December of 2019, we had a, a partnership emergency um, exercise with um, our colleagues in Coventry and Solihull around a pandemic. And so we had gotten together to plan how we were going to respond. One of the things I did do was set up a, a WhatsApp group with my colleague chief execs in Coventry and Solihull. And that proved to be an absolute lifesaver. And WhatsApp, you know, and, and Teams and immediate communications became the mainstay of how we dealt with, with COVID because we could be in touch with each other right round the clock and instantly people were just so responsive because you know this was charting new territory none of us had ever been in a situation like this but we trusted each other we respected each other's judgment we took the time albeit at a fast pace to check out with each other just sense check our judgment as to what was the right thing to do and when you have a really willing and capable workforce and partners who are willing to follow a lead and they trust in that leadership and they're willing to do whatever they're asked you're going to have the best opportunity of doing well um, and that that partnership those relationships both inside the organization and outside were what allowed us to do so very well plus of course the fact that our elected members here um, just stood back and let me get on with it of course I kept them posted and briefed and all of that but they too had confidence and just allowed me and the team to get on with it so um, that's what we did it's not always an easy relationship between civil servants, local government officers and politicians, is it? I know that in this award, the leaders of every political party supported this award entry going forward. How does it work here in Warwickshire? Because there must be moments when you may have to cut things from the budget that you don't really want to do. It's not always easy, but I think that if you've established respectful trusting relationships with all of the political parties um, you can navigate your way through problems so although we have um, a controlling administration at this moment it's the Conservatives I do make sure that I have very strong relationships with the leaders of all the political groups so that uh, they feel they can trust me they can confide in me uh, I will give them all equal support availability for guidance so that we have a mutual confidence because that again allows them to step back put their trust in me and the other officers safe in the knowledge that we're going to do the right thing for Warwickshire. 
because as a chief executive your commitment and responsibility is for the communities of the area so for me the communities of Warwickshire and my job is to provide equal neutral support to all of the politicians to look out for them in terms of you know advice or guidance around some of the decisions they might be thinking of making and to provide them with evidence and insight to give them all of the criteria against which to make the right decision that doesn't mean it's not tough sometimes Um, and at the moment we all know we're living through challenging times post-pandemic with all of the global pressures around fuel and energy um, our own economy in terms of inflation you know it's going to be a really tough winter for people and um, local government is far from awash with cash and resources so we know we're going to have to take some tough decisions at the end of the day those decisions are for the politicians to take they will work on the basis of recommendations and information that we as professional officers provide them with but it is their decision at the end of the day Um, what I can do is make them aware of the risks the benefits etc and try and help them to come to those decisions which of course will always be a lot less fraught or turbulent if you've got confidence between officers and members. One of the things that you helped support was making sure that children did not go hungry during the summer holidays. Given that that was at the time with the footballer Marcus Rashford uh, butting heads with the government over this, was there a danger that you were treading uh, a very political line here? In my experience, there's a balance between um, anticipation and action. And so Marcus Rashford um, brilliantly used his position to be able to lobby and to prick the conscience of politicians nationally. Now, um, at the same time, we as a council could feel and see and observe the pressures that were starting to bubble up in our local communities. So having um, provided things like food banks, food parcels, deliveries to vulnerable members of our community and those families who were struggling, you know, we could see that this need was not going to go away just because it was the summer holidays. And we do have a welfare approach and scheme here in Warwickshire whereby we know where those vulnerable communities and people are. So it was always in our mind's eye um, to be doing similar over the summer period and indeed in in many other um, education vacation periods. Um, So it just so happened that it coincided with the, the national movement that was underway. And our politicians here, to a party, were all in support of it. And one thing you'll find in Warwickshire is that 
um, our politicians attack the issue, not the person. So it's never personal. It's never nasty. So they um, have their political differences. Of course they do. Um, but when it's the right thing to do, they pull together spectacularly. So there was unanimity from our politicians that things like the meals, the holiday meal schemes, the activity schemes were the right thing to do. Um, and so we funded and delivered that. And, you know, in the end, it, it, it was absolutely non-controversial because the need was there. And we, as a local authority, as a leader of place, saw it very much as our role to protect um, and look out for the vulnerable members of our society. And if we weren't going to do it, who was? But, you know, our community and voluntary sector and the armies of volunteers, you know, people locally that stepped forward to do this was, was just heartwarming. You know, what it really illustrated to me and to many others is just how strong the sense of community is in Warwickshire and just how much neighbours look out for each other and what an untapped resource that is. They know what's going on with the person next door. They know the patterns of behaviour in their neighbourhood and they know when there's something amiss or when there's an opportunity to prevent something you know, going wrong. So one of the, the big benefits that has come from, from COVID, and there have been many positive things, but one of the big benefits has been about really bringing to the fore that civic pride, that community action and sense of both belonging, but also wanting to support each other, which is just wonderful. You're part of Coventry and Warwickshire Champions, which supports and promotes business in the city and also across the county. Do you feel disappointed that the government seems to have skipped over the Midlands, gone to support the great northern powerhouse? I mean, even the BBC skipped Birmingham and went to Salford. Oh, no, I, I think um, each region, sub-region, they have their own uh, strengths and opportunities. And, you know, the West Midlands and Warwickshire... Um, Warwickshire's economy is a superpower economy, um, which is why, you know, we are so attractive um, in working with our partners right across the West Midlands. The West Midlands has been hugely successful at bringing in inward investment, um, relocation of businesses into the area, um, creating jobs. And we in Warwickshire, you know, we, we play a full role in that um, across the West Midlands as a whole. And indeed, our response on the pandemic, um, we joined up with the West Midlands to make sure that we brought the might of a, a bigger region uh, to bear. But in terms of um, business, the champions, Coventry and Warwickshire are absolutely wedded to, so the local authorities are wedded to the Coventry and Warwickshire footprint because um, we recognise that we have uh, an economic geography that spreads right across Coventry and Warwickshire in terms of business location, in terms of the attractiveness of our economy to investors, in terms of travel to work patterns for all of our residents. And so it makes much more sense for us to move as one economy. And similarly, in terms of education and our health 
um, footprint, we are as one. So increasingly, we do so much more as one Coventry and Warwickshire, which is absolutely what Coventry and Warwickshire champions is about. Because if something, if a, a business investor into Warwickshire um, is good for Warwickshire, it's also good for Coventry and vice versa. So you know, going back ten years, people would probably have seen Coventry and Warwickshire as competitors, rivals. That is very different these days. We are, you know, absolutely together as one in working to, you know, make the most of our economy, attract business, and that's what Coventry and Warwickshire Champions is about. It's about promoting Coventry and Warwickshire and making the most of your position if you are in a position of influence to say something good to do something good for Coventry and Warwickshire and to attract more investment equals more employment equals quality jobs equals better life chances for everyone within Coventry and Warwickshire so it's a fantastic network and it's a fantastic economic um, powerhouse for, for us in Coventry and Warwickshire. I'm going to read to you some of the things that people have said about you, some adjectives and some thoughts that went into the award entry. Let me read those to you first. Uh, Here we go. Positive and honest, but not brutal. Ready to thank and praise staff, but also call out poor behaviour. And one from the Chief Constable of Warwickshire Police, one of the most inspirational and inclusive leaders I have had the privilege to work with and alongside. Where do those qualities come from? Oh, it makes me blush hearing that. But, um, you know, I think I'm comfortable in my own skin. And um, perhaps it takes a number of years to get to that position where you can be truly yourself and authentic in the workplace. First and foremost, I'm a human being and, um, you know, I'm of the view that it is okay to show vulnerability. Um, to openly share and expose my thinking, knowing that I won't always get it right. Sometimes I come up with some daft ideas or say the wrong thing. But actually, by being myself, it gives others permission to be themselves as well. And I find that you get the best from people if they are comfortable um, and secure in being able to share their thinking um, and to be open and honest and confident that the people they're working with um, are of the same sort of mindset. So again, it's about investing in relationships, um, being natural, being yourself, recognising, you know, I recognise that I'm fallible, um, but if, if you put other people at ease, it allows them to, to relax and to give of their best. And I have found that to be the single most um, influential factor in building good relationships. So not pretending to be anything that you're not. And people seem to really like that. If I don't know the answer to something, I'll say, I don't know the answer to that, but I will think about it. Or I'll check out what some other people think. 
or um, you know I will ask questions rather than assuming that I've always got the answers because I don't always have the answers and generally you'll build an approach to the right outcome or direction by a collaboration of ideas and thinking so the more you can put people at ease and give them permission to be themselves the more people want to work in a team and if you can spread that culture through an organisation by example um, it means that people feel more confident and comfortable working in that way I, I will talk to anyone um, within the organisation and some of that is just because I love talking to people and I'm quite nosy some people would dress that up as being curious but I'm just quite nosy and I like to know what's going on with people so I will talk to people and they seem to want to talk to me and they like to know what's going on I like to know what's going on they like to share things I'll share things and so you build this openness the open culture whereby people feel free to, to speak their mind and having that ability to you know get information and insight from all corners of the organization and the county through partners means that you know very often I can have quite a good reach and feel for what's uppermost in people's minds what's really troubling the organization or communities and that is so rich and so valuable in terms of being able to join the dots and put together the pieces to form solutions or directions of travel that actually people will feel that they want to go along with. Um, so again, it's about relationships and people. And, and I think, you know, just being a relaxed, authentic leader who where what you see is what you get. Monica Fogarty, thank you very much. Thank you, Gail. Thank you. You've been listening to From the Midlands, a whirlwind production. <laughs>